0: Today is November 15th, 2023. Welcome to Read Through the New Testament. Hello. And uh, we got an interesting email today. Yes, we we
1: did. Some exciting news about this podcast.
0: Yeah, what's the news?
1: So it is being listened to in Nepal and India, and it caught the attention of someone who keeps track of stats, and apparently it is the number one podcast in Christianity like in the christianity category in nepal and it's pretty high ranking in india as well <laughs> yeah
0: well i looked i looked it up and the deal is is that we have 5 listeners in nepal and people in Nepal just don't do podcasts, much less Christian podcasts. Yeah, so, so we're like number concept. one on the charts. So
1: we're like we're like breaking into a new thing in Nepal.
0: Yeah, so I think we're gonna um, greet our Nepali listeners by saying Jamesy,
1: Jamesy, and thanks for listening to us, and tell your friends about it.
0: Yeah, and making us number one in Nepal. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of fun. All right, we are gonna read uh, Mark chapter six, verses one through twenty-nine, and uh, First Corinthians chapter four. Here we go, Mark, chapter 6. We're going to see Jesus um, rejected in his hometown. And we're going to see then the story of John the Baptist. He went away from there and came to his hometown, and his disciples followed him. And on the Sabbath he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astounded, saying, Where did this man get these things? What is the wisdom given to him? How are such mighty works done by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and Judas and Simon, and are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. By the way, I think
1: that's interesting. We get a little glimpse into Jesus' family there. Mm -hmm. Um, His brothers are named, Mm -hmm. and we find out that he had sisters too.
0: Yep. And Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his hometown and among his relatives and in his own household. And he could do no mighty work there except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. And he went about among the villages teaching.
1: Verse 7. And he called the twelve and began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over the unclean spirits. He charged them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, but to wear sandals and not put on two tunics. And he said to them, Whenever you enter a house, stay there until you depart from there. And if any place will not receive you, and they will not listen to you, When you leave, shake off the dust that is on your feet as a testimony against them. So they went out and proclaimed that people should repent. And they cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them.
0: King Herod heard of it, for Jesus' name had become known. And some said, John the Baptist has been raised from the dead. That is why these miraculous powers were at work in him. But others said, he is Elijah. And others said, he is a prophet, like one of the prophets of old. But when Herod heard of it, he had said, John, whom I beheaded, has been raised. Just shows the conviction of sin and how people don't think straight when they're in in the midst of sin.
1: And now here comes a flashback.
0: Yep, flashback. Uh, For it was Herod who had sent and seized John and bound him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, because he had married her.
1: That's kind of cool. A birthday party mm-hmm. in the time of Jesus. Um, when Herodias' daughter came in and danced, she pleased Herod and his guests. And the king said to the girl, ask for me whatever you wish, and I will give it to you. And he vowed to her, whatever you ask me, I will give you up to half my kingdom. And she went out and, asked her, and said to her mother, for what should I ask? And she said, the head of John the Baptist. And she came in immediately with haste to the king and asked, saying, I want you to give me at once the head of John the Baptist on a platter. And the king was exceedingly sorry. But because of his oaths and his guests, he did not want to break his word to her. And immediately... And again. The king sent an executioner with orders to bring John's head. He went and beheaded him in the prison and brought his head on a platter and gave it to the girl and the girl gave it to her mother.
0: It's kind of gross when you really it think about it. It was
1: disgusting. Yeah. And she could ask for anything and that's what she asked for. Yep. Ugh. So when his when John the Baptist's disciples heard of it, they came and took his body and laid it in a tomb.
0: I find it so interesting that John died for his views of marriage. Hmm. He upheld a view of marriage that it was not right for Herod to have his wife and
1: and he boldly confronted Herod
0: confronted him about it and was willing to die and he died. Yeah. Okay. Uh 1 Corinthians Chapter 4. So, summary-wise, anything yeah. just there? I mean, they're really simple. I rejected it. Nazareth. And yep. um, then...
1: Sent out the 12 disciples.
0: Yep. And, and then... Jesus' ministry is rising up, and John, or Herod, thinks it's maybe John the Baptist risen from the dead because his guilty conscience.
1: Yep. So... And then, but there's, that's not the end of chapter 6, so leave room yep. for some other things. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Now, 1 Corinthians. We're going to move through... A lot of
0: chapters this week, so get ready. Chapter 4. This is how one should regard us as servants of Christ. That's the key um, phrase for chapter 4. They're servants of Christ and stewards of the mystery of God. Moreover, it is required of stewards that they be found faithful.
1: Verse six, I have applied all these things to myself and Apollos for your benefit, brothers, that you may learn by us not to go beyond what is written, that none of you may be puffed up in favor of one, in favor of one against another. For who sees anything different in you? What do you have that you did not receive? If then you received it, Why do you boast as if you did not receive it?
0: Already you have all you want. Already you've become rich. Without us, you would have become kings. And would that you did reign so that we might share the rule with you. For I think that God has exhibited us apostles as last of all, like men sentenced to death. "...because we have become a spectacle to the world, to angels and to men." This is what it means to be a servant of Christ. is to be a spectacle to the world. Verse 10, we are fools for Christ's sake. This goes back to chapter 1, verse 18. The gospel is foolishness to those who are perishing. We are fools for Christ's sake, but you are wise in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are held in honor, but we in disrepute. To the present hour we hunger and thirst. We are poorly dressed and buffeted and homeless." And we labor working with our own hands. When reviled, we bless. When persecuted, we endure. When slandered, we entreat. We have become and are still like the scum of the world, the refuse of all things.
1: I do not write these things to make you ashamed, but to admonish you as my beloved children. For though you have countless guides in Christ, you do not have many fathers. For I became your father in Christ Jesus through the gospel. I urge you then, be imitators of me. That is why I sent you Timothy, my beloved and faithful child in the Lord, to remind you of my ways in Christ, as I teach them everywhere in every church. Some are arrogant, as though I were not coming to you. But I will come to you soon, if the Lord wills, and I will find out, not the talk of these arrogant people, but their power. For the kingdom of God does not consist in talk, but in power. What do you wish? Shall I come to you with a rod or with love in a spirit of gentleness?
0: Yeah, I think the whole key is that he's a, a servant of Christ. And what that means is that he is weak, where the others consider themselves strong. He considers himself the scum of the world in verse 13. Hmm like the stuff on the pot you try to get off
1: Hmm. okay and if you remember in class today we talked about the big structure of the book that chapters one through six were problems and solutions Mm -hmm. and then seven through fifteen was questions and answers so like what what would be what would be the
0: problem problem here here? is that they are viewing the apostles with contempt Hmm. that they think themselves so much better than paul yeah okay and Paul tries to set him straight like he was, you know, he just, oh, I wish you were king so we could reign with you. Like,
1: yeah, he's kind of, kind of sarcastic there. Sarcastic
0: mocking right. there. But mm-hmm. he just said, right, even in verse 15, I became a father, your father in the gospel. Just imitate me. Like there's the solution. Don't, don't despise me, but imitate me. And a power comes through weakness. Mm.
1: Um, Maybe Paul's trying to help them understand him.
0: Yes, very much so. Understand. Trust. Understand what an apostle is and trust yeah. yeah
1: Okay.
0: All right. Well that should help you for your summary. Thanks. We will see you guys tomorrow. Okay. Bye. Bye.